This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The Pashishlach. So the first one is in Akeda. On the Pasuk, it says, that the Miraglim were going back and forth on it that HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch wants he could take us into the into this land of milk and honey and so on and he's going to explain a little bit that what was the struggle to go into Tetzel or not go into Tetzel he says M'atik v'yadanu ma'hoi sechat samiragmi v'amshoch nachem ra'gdayla we understand really you know with what he said before we understand why it was so bad the Miraglim and was so angry when he in, in that made him be Gozegzeira that he couldn't be Mechapa. Because he says, um, what, what's, what does HaKadosh Baruch care that we're not interested in a country that's Zavaz Chol um, You know, it's Valeikatevisazmanius Lamaisa Milk and honey are just kind of very, very, um, you know, this-worldly, temporary, uh, ephemeral type of pleasures. Um, now, Rabbi says it perhaps would be better that they would not, uh, they would despise the material goods and just want to be over Hashem. In other words, why is why is it Akadshpogel so upset that they're not interested in a land that's very luxurious? Um, and you could add another sort of knesha's kasha. You've probably ever, everyone's been in some sort of situation where there's a salesman trying to sell you something. He's trying to tell you, I don't know, a car or a procedure or something, and you say no, and the person says, no, this is really the best thing for you. And you politely thank him for his interest in your welfare, and you decline. And he gets very angry. And he says, you know, you're not doing me any favors, but I'm telling you this is for you. It's your best. And how you're crazy and stupid not doing this that. When you get that type of sales talk, you begin very quickly to realize that, that it's not your... Nobody has ever gotten furious at you because you're making a bad decision for yourself. Um, it's only because he's got some interest in it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, I've got this wonderful land for you, milk and honey, and we say no thanks. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, oh, that's a terrible thing to turn me down like that. So what was going on there? Ella, so he says, She'em is bar, kilo oisemaso azas Hashem nisikdash Yisrael. They weren't, it wasn't Eretz Yisrael that bothered them. It was HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ha'asom nafshom b'chaim u'gbolim b'amusharim, ha'amuisam na'detur v'zayisayat sakdosha. Basically, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah is restrictive in some way and uplifting in another way. It's restrictive in the amount of activities that allows a person to do, obviously, and it brings a person to Chalom Haba. Eretz Yisrael had that same quality. He says, Ashnen Yonam Yachad, Torah and Eretz Yisrael, He Madregas Asulam Lachachem Haba. It's sort of the ladder that brings a person to Chalom Haba. Um, the, and he says, and that's why when they said, they themselves kind of said it, we won't be able to ascend. They don't want to ascend. 
to 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 inherit um, the, the good of uh, the land of the living, so to speak, which is Yisrael. And that's why they said, let's go back to Mitzrayim, because they're going down to a land that's not Tahar. People have no restrictions on them. But so from Rima Vitolea, their end is to rot and to to disintegrate, uh, you know, in, on the ground and, and so on. In other words, Eretz Yisrael has in itself, it's a land that carries in itself a ruchness of equality, which means you, you, there, you can't plow every year that you want, there's Shemitah, you can't eat everything you want, there's Tevel, there's Maisris, there's Arla, there's Kalayim, there's Chodesh, there's everything that Eretz Yisrael demands of a person. Eretz Yisrael is simply the uh, manifestation of much and many of the halachas of the Torah. So basic, so the, the, the entire tug of war of the Torah eh, between man and the Torah of man Baruch Hu, is between preferring a life that is presently very, very comfortable and pleasant, and that's a very gosh mystic lifestyle, uh, which to which Torah presents uh, um, restrictions, and that's Israel presents that, or living a life that a person focuses his kochos for more ruchnistic world, and that's both Torah and Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's important to note, I guess, let's just maybe finish first. And that's why when they count back again to the Miraculum, they say, All Anyone who has himself a ruchnius to kashlemus should be thankful, should be grateful to Lin. Because for that purpose, Eretz is extremely good. Um, and, and, you know, and, and so on, he says, and that's why the Simchavt Hashem more than all the nations, that's where he'll bring us, and so on. So I think it's important to sort of um, use this Akeda as a perspective how to understand Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is just like kosher food, for instance. It's the restriction on the physical world that enables us to climb up to Ruchnius. Hilchas Nida, the Marshal and Arias are the restrictions of the physical world that enable us to utilize it appropriately to grow, to, 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 to ascend higher. The, the entire Eretz is precious because the entire stage of a person's physical being is a nation, a country that he, that, that w- within which he functions. We have the land, we, 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 we work the land, we eat from the land, we live on the land, we defend the land, and so on. I think it's something which is uh, very, very important to understand when we talk about Israel and Zionism and so on. It's in, in one of the fallacies, so to speak, of the term religious Zionism would mean, is as follows. Zionism within itself is valuable. It's, it's a beautiful country. It's got history. It's, um, it's, it's rich in resources, which today, by today's standards, not, but it definitely is a very uh, country with a lot of resources and, and its ways and so on. And then there's another dimension that you can add 
which is religiosity, which is wonderful if you add. The, the real um, Eretz Yisrael to us means the place wherein we can realize, really realize, the Torah Yanim. A, because many mitzvahs apply only to Eretz Yisrael, whether it's Old Yan Besamikdash or Zeroyim and, and so on. And secondly, there's a dimension of Israel where the fortune, where the physical, where the material fortunes and the spiritual uh, accomplishments work in tandem. Very unlike other places where there's a big gap between the two. So at Israel becomes, Kali Israel's struggle about at Israel is really the struggle, do they want a lifestyle that is constraining materially, but um, is, um, is, is spurs growth spiritually. Um, they didn't want that. They didn't want a lifestyle so heavy. They realized that it's a stroll. So the Zavos Cholavadvash means a Ruchnistic sense, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what HaKadosh Baruch promotes, and when we're not happy with it, means we're not happy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We don't want the spiritual life. And that's why it's a Meridian HaKadosh Baruch Hu and so on. Next piece is a Rebbeinah Bechaya, and it's going on the um, on the word Sartzilam. It says they said, uh, "What are you afraid?" The their shadow um, or the one that's protecting them has died. So Sartzilam Aleim Maginam Vechazakim. The word "cell" is in the context of a defender and a strong person. Sharem people, the righteous people have died. God's wings and shadow over them has gone away. That's what Rashi says. Ben Avram says Tzilam, says Tzilam is the, um, it's like an armor, like a shield, which is what, that which casts a shade on those, you know, when you carry a shield, there's a shade cast. Um, they say that, you know, basically this, what he's saying is, the Ebenezer says, they've hung up their shields. They're not coming out to fight. Fine. Ramban says, There's another remez in the Pasuk. It says, it says that on the night of Hashanah Rabbah, there is no shadow for the person who's going to die that year. So if a person stands in the night of Hashanah Rabbah and in the moonlight and he doesn't cast a shadow, then Chas uh, Shalom he's uh, not going to live the year. Okay, so, so that's what Ramban says. doesn't explain it at all. Why, what, when, and how. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, as he usually does, is um, goes and explains these things. Rambans al Sotim Lehim that the cell is is uh, they don't have a cell anymore because the Shina Rabba um there's the person who's going to die here is is um doesn't have a shadow. Now the first thing he says uh is what's the significance of Hashina Rabba? He says Hu Yoim Olam. It is the twenty sixth day of Briya Olam. The number twenty six is the gematria of Yud K Vav K, and uh, that's uh, that's what it's uh, famous for, and 
the the uh, and therefore the 26th day has a special yichud as being the final. Not just it's the final number to fall into place to give us shem havaya. That's um, this. That's one thing. Then he says, and then he, he says, uh, um, I also think that that's what the Pasuk says, says the, the, the day has come up and the shadows are gone. There's a remez in that When the person gives up his last breath, like to, to breathe out your last, then it's not slow. In other words, he his shadow and Hashem's shadow merge, so to speak. And when a person dies, his shadow becomes subsumed, so to speak, shadow. Now he says, we can say about this, this is, it's, it's, a, it's a remarkable thing, w- what's the pshatnit? In other words, uh, however it's physically expressed itself, but what's the, what's the, um, what's the inner workings of something Everything in the world that occupies space and has a right to exist has a shadow. It's, it's, it's the space it occupies gives the shadow. So he explains what the meaning of that cell is. When a person, the sun is the strongest, most powerful, pervasive entity in the world that we're familiar with. That's, that's how we see the sun. Um, the sun, um, if, it was, if it was in its full power, it would disintegrate whatever is there and that's the end of it. The sun has the ability to push everything aside and uh, burn it to a crisp, to just get a little closer. But when the sun comes out to the earth, anything that has space stops it. So when I see a shadow cast, what I see is the sun did not have the right to invade my personal space. The shadow is sort of my space that the sun can't overtake because it's mine. Like it says that no barrier is, 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 is touches someone else's, what's somebody else's rightful chalik um, um, without, you know, in, in nothing is nitch of anything else. Every single thing has its place and time, that's it. So the shadow represents the person's right to exist. But when a person, when a person's shadow is, no, is missing, it means he no longer has the space that's his. He no longer has the right of existence. And that's a sign that's going to die that year. The reason why it's the moon rather than the sun that 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 is interplay of the shadow is with is because the moon has much closer bearing LP Kabbalah LP LP you know the the is to be a, to the lower world so to speak 
the sun is kind of very high and above, and it represents Hashpah The moon represents man as the recipient, so, so the moon is much more closely tied with the affairs of man, and that's why, that's where you get that simon from. And, yes. And maybe again, why is this on Hoshana Rabbah, doctor? Because Hoshana Rabbah is the seal of Akash Baruch Havaya, Yudke Vavke, means existence. The Gimati Havaya is 26. And Hoshana Rabbah is the 26th day of the, of the, of the year, from Rosh Hashanah. So that, so to speak, is what is, uh, you know, what it means. I'm sorry, it's the 26th day from Briya's Holom, which is Rafael, correction. Um, okay, so, so it's, um, it's as if the, the name of Havaya is Solim, and, and that's the day when we see what has Havaya in the world, what doesn't have Havaya. Um, now he has another pshat that he brings from Ramban, and again, I've been a b'chayah. O'yirma is the sorry ma'lo. She'enu m'nefel sashem v'asash v'atchila. Sashem can also mean the sar in Shemayim. Kine she'kosev yifkad Hashem al-tzva amorim b'morim v'chugayimim. V'achak kach ha'molche adoma v'adoma. In first day for Daniel, yoyma k'var sar ha'koach ha'shem v'atchila yuchi ha'goyim v'ashem ha'mash v'loysam itanu al-kein al-tiro. So, um, we're saying that the, uh, uh, the Akarish Baruch who first, if a, if a nation is to fall, then its Tsar falls. Um, every Ummah has its own Tsar, and the Tsar, in a certain sense, is the root where it gets its Kedusha and Chiyas from. It's Akarish Baruch who gives to every Uma life through a certain pipeline. And that pipeline is its Koach and so on. I, w- I want to just explain it in a way that's a little bit more, um, uh, something that, that we can get a bit more of a twist in it. The, the, the Sar of, a, of an Uma is so to speak its essence the, the trait the character trait or traits that represent that nation's essence and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu keeps things alive because whatever it is that they represent and do needs to exist HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, wants let's say there's a certain type of Yofi a certain type of beauty that a nation is the nas- as a nation. It's n- this is an ingredient element that need in the world. And Akharish Baruch keeps that Uma for that reason. When Akharish Baruch has deemed that to be not important to keep around, and so on, then the Uma goes with it as well. So it's 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 the conduit to a nation's existence is its ruchnis tikkutsura. And when there's a decision that it's Ruch Nishtiketsura has no right to continue, it itself also goes now. The, ne- um, the next one is Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar explaining it. Bani Tama, Lomo Hutzrech Halosh Neloim Asot Silo Me'aleim Vashem Itanu. I mean, why do he has a problem with the Lashen. Uh, it says, okay, Rabbi Yisai, they've lost their main fighter. And Hashem is with us. 
Well, he says, I mean, and, and let's say, and let's say, let's say their, their sag wouldn't have disappeared. But our Kaddish Baruch was with us, shouldn't that be enough to overcome that, to vanquish that? So what's the Pshat in the Pasuk? You don't, um, you know, our Kaddish Baruch was with us, and their, and, and their nation's sar has been vanquished. that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Moshe Rabbein as long as You don't have to worry. F- f- not physically and not mitzad koach. Physically it says um, they've been this broken they've been and so on and so forth. V'yir osem asom l'arei zom ne'asorim shal so he says, he was telling him, it's like two halves. First of all, don't be worried on the Tavidika level because they've been vanquished. And secondly, if you're afraid of their Malach, their Sar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. Um, I, I want to explain this a little bit more. I think he's, it's, it's the rumors what he says. I think it's, it's what he's trying to say. But I, I'd like to explain this point. Um, just like we said before, that 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 nothing in the bria occupies any space that has been allocated to something else. There's room for this nation and this nation and this nation, and no nation can take more than that which has been allocated to it. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has uh, allocated each Ummah, has a Sar, which means that um, you can't push that Sar aside. Uh, we, we, we always speak about a Kateger. You know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants Din to go through a Kateger. And if a Kateger is in a bad mood, and you've got lots of Averis, you can't say, well, we're above it. You're not above anything. You, uh, we're part of this world, and just like the laws of nature apply to us, the laws of divine nature apply to us. And if Umar Elum has a sar, the sar doesn't, is not a pushover. And, and Kalyasol doesn't have the right, the marshal. It says, uh, it was, he told, he, he, Avram said that the, the, the Avrena Mori wasn't Mali. There wasn't, uh, the, the Amoris did not finish their Averis. They still, they, they still were not such balavers that they would leave Israel, so they have Israel. They have a place that belongs to them, and they can't be pushed out. There's no the, each 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 umma can't push out. One including Kali Yisrael. That's when Kali Yisrael is functioning as an umma normally. When they're coming with Koyach Havai, Kali Yisrael has a dimension in the fact that they are uh, expressions of Shem Havaya, the fact that th- they are manifestations. And therefore, when that's begali, the um, then everything else is meaningless. Just like the world of Teva is meaningless, 
when HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes with Nisim Niflos, when it comes to Shemavaya, so too the, w- the world, uh, the word, so too the world of Sarim, of Umusaylam, is meaningless when Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes with Shemavaya, and that's why he says, "Don't coming into Israel is no longer an issue of nation against nation. Um, it, it, it goes back to a deeper meter, just like bring a parallel to it on Yom Kippur, on Shon Yom Kippur, when we have a Midas Adin is, is out in, in, in force. Midas Adin demands that justice be done and we have to stick to it. We appeal to our Kaddish Baruch as being above those Midas. But it's not something that is taken for granted. Um, we, 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 we need to, you know, the Kaddish Baruch gave over the world to Sarim and so on. Uh, it, this, this is sort of an explanation to some degree, an understanding, I would say, rather an explanation, of the Eov and the Satan and so on. We have this game where Akashbok gives over the world to the Satan, and the Satan, and Akashbok says, oh, Eov is wonderful, and Satan says, let me, let me, let me uh, take a, uh, let me try him. And uh, what's going on over here? The answer is, to a certain degree, just like there's a Teva, Kachboch gave over the world to Ruchnistik a Teva. Midas Hadin demands to the umteenth, and uh, it demands under all circumstances perfection. The, the, the person has to go through that. A Baruch Hu can override it. Kachboch can overrule it. Kachboch Hu can, you know, but, but, that's, but that's not the norm. So Klal Yisrael normally um, you know, the Avonah Mori is not f- full yet, and therefore we don't have the right to go into Yisrael. But at this point, when we're going to Yisrael, it's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Anhaga, and that's and, and that's going to be um, that's what it's it's going to go all the way. Yeah. Really, why does Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar refer to Hashem Ubeis Dino? Um, the way I'm saying it, Beistino would refer to middles and things that are not. Uh, it's almost opposite of what I'm saying. Right. I don't know. It's a good question. Good point. One more paragraph of Rebbechaya. It says, That sort of it has matzah and... Uh, and sukkah in it. it you know, so Lachmeinu is going, Lachmeinu Haim is going on the midst of matzah, and so Tzilom is going in the midst of sukkah. Um, so Tzilom Aleim B'schus Tzel Sukkah. V'ashem Shut Tzilom She'yisrael Itonu, Ki Nishakos V'ashem Necha, Shem Tzolch Yad Necha, Alkein Al Tiro. So he says we also have these two, the schus of these two Nyanim. In, in a, besides the specific mitzvah of, of matzah and sukkah, which are very important mitzvahs, but I think the deeper point over here also is the um, is the, the the midah of you know it's the halicha acha kadosh baruch hu zacharta chesed nurayich lechtech achai v'midvah b'rasa zerua is included in these two mitzvahs. The mitzvah of matzah is our picking ourselves up and going. The mitzvah of sukkah is the the mitzvah of following him. 
So it's it's more than just the, the two mitzvahs. It's the two mitzvahs that represent Kal Yisrael's um, willingness to go to Hashem at all price. Let's see one more piece. It is of Ezra. It says, Kodesh's power should increase. Yigdalna, Korav Marichas Apayim. It's like Arichas Apayim. Like Arichas Apayim is patience, uh, forbearance. Ki kol mishu erech apayim, yeshlo koa kodesh rakaso. Anyone uh, that has erech apayim has a tremendous koach to break his cast. Veho eid kashidibata sha'at erech apayim. It says the riot is. It says you spoke. Uh, the only thing, the only thing that we have is Hashem Hashem kill erech apayim. I want to explain a point here. It says Ezu gibar kodesh Yisro. Now, the the gvura is normally is measured in a clash of force against force. So, um, by Kaddish Baruch Hu, that would be simply impossible even to describe. Kaddish Baruch Hu against what? Even by human beings, um, of me against an outsider, the outsider might be stronger than me, but it doesn't take the level of gvura to fight an attacker is, is um, you know, it's, it's, it's a certain level of internal gvura. It doesn't come to fighting what I perceive as myself. To hold back myself from doing that which I want, because a higher I of myself wants something else, that's a real struggle. As Kaviyocha Baruch Hu, the only real description of Gevura is Kaviyocha Midos HaKadosh wants in the world, reined in and restrained in deference to other Midos. Same thing with a person. It's the strength to go against something else usually it's a calculation how much of a bloody nose do I want or don't want but when I come up against myself that's a real struggle because it's as closely matched as can be so by, when we talk about Kashrahu's Mida of Gvura Kovash Yitzhak is this Mida Verech that HaKadosh Baruch who restrains some of his own Midos and to do what he what he would like, Kavi Yachol, and uh, and that's why it's it's Yigdal Makoach Hashem, and that's what the Sfarn also says, Yigdal Makoach Hashem, Lich Boishes Midas Hadin, because it's a kind of internal struggle. That's why that's called the ultimate Kavura. Okay. Cool.